And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. All right, friends, thank you so much for being back with us for yet another episode of the Startup Hustle podcast. My name is Lauren Conaway, and I am founder and CEO of Innovate Her KC, a women's leadership community. Really want to notate really quick, we have a lot of love for Full Scale. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is sponsored by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Today we have with us uh, a, a fantastic founder by the name of Emmy Valerio. And Emmy is with us today. She is founder and CEO of She Commands. And we're going to be talking about mindset today. And I'm really, really interested to hear what she has to say. But Emmy, thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, thank you so much for just having me uh, here at this amazing uh, podcast. I can't wait to like just speak to each and every one of your listeners in regards to mindset and how they can uh, take back their mindset in order for them to get back on track. So thank you for having me uh, here today. Absolutely. Well, and I find that, you know, I, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and I talk to a lot of leaders and I find that mindset is one of the, the biggest blockers that I think people experience when they're trying to move forward. So I'm really excited to dive into this with you. So, so let's go ahead and get started. Emmy, I, I'm really curious. Talk to us a little bit about you, what you do, and, and how you came to, to be founder and CEO of She Commands. Oh, perfect. Well, once again, my name is Emmy Valerio, and uh, my mission on this earth is to help women take back their power in order for them to ditch their fears and reprogram their limiting beliefs uh, so they can no longer play small in their life. And so um, the way that I got to uh, this business of coaching is um, I started off as a counselor, but prior to getting my master's in counseling and certifications in counseling, um, I myself was going through a, a state of just feeling uh, anxiety, feelings of anxiety, feelings of overwhelmed and depression. And I didn't know exactly how to take controls of those emotions. And um, through my um, my findings and and just throughout my my journey right of trying to just take reins of my life i realized that um a lot of the emotions that i was um having were um, emotions that i had yet to process right um growing up um as young girls were told uh that it's okay to cry but we're not really taught what those emotions indicate or what those emotions really are. So we go through these waves of emotions without really knowing exactly the reason that uh, of why, why we are having those emotions. And so my feelings of overwhelm or my feelings of anxiety were coming from somewhere, but I didn't know exactly where those, where that 
um, where that somewhere was, right? What the, that exact place was. And so through my uh, journey of just self-realization and self-actualization and just trying to uh, get to my highest self, I uh, started to really learn how to process those emotions. And um, I started to gain, um, you know, advice from, you know, therapists and coaches. Uh, And then I started to realize that I was able to overcome these emotions and, um, you know, take, I guess, a take back my power of, of feeling, you know, of the struggle of not knowing what to do with these emotions and finally take a hold of them. And so, um, before starting, she commands, I had a bad breakup and within this bad breakup, once again, I started to feel those emotions of overwhelm. But at this point in my life, I had a lot of the tools necessary in order for me to overcome that breakup instead of me swallowing into my my tears and crying and feeling as if I couldn't overcome that breakup, I decided to put a lot of my energy and really, um, you know, I, I shifted that energy from a negative into a positive and decided to myself, you know, I can either sit here and cry over something that has left me, or I can actually recharge and shift that energy and put it into something really healthy, which I did, which is the creation of She Commands, where I realized that what I was put on this earth to do was to help other women who, um, didn't know who do not know um where these emotions are coming from and how to rechallenge how to re uh, channel them and align themselves to who they were put on this earth to be so uh that's exactly what she commands is it's about really helping women get into alignment within themselves in order for them to create a, um, uh, you know, from their pain and in order for them to create from their pain of their purpose and their passion, uh, where they will be able to profit from it. And so that's something that I'm super excited about, um, working with women who, uh, just know the value of, you know, changing and shifting a negative into a positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, you know, we, we talked a little bit beforehand, how, how women are, my heart. Um, so, so I love the fact that that is, that is where your heart lies as well. I'm also super impressed that you were able to take such a, a, a personal struggle, you know, being in a place where you mm-hmm. didn't know how to process emotions and where you were and turn that into a profitable business. Um, I love it when I see, I, I think that entrepreneurial people are incredible and, you know, you, you saw an opportunity, not only, in the market, but you saw it within yourself. I yeah. think that that's really cool. So, so one of the things that you said that I, I find really interesting, and I hear it time and time again, have actually had a conversation about it just this morning, is um, women playing small. And you know, you mm. talked a little bit about those emotions that women may not know exactly how to to process or to handle in productive ways. But I, I want to ask you this: Why do you think women have a tendency to play small and what does that mean to you um playing small means to me that you're um you're putting yourself in a box and you're not allowing your inner ceo or your inner uh your your inner boss chick out right you as women we've been told you know you know 
by society that, um, you know, and not lack for a better word, that we are um, put on this earth to be a wife. And so because of that mentality where we've been, um, you know, told that, like, especially when you see it in movies from childhood mem- uh, movies from Cinderella to uh, Snow White, you know, the your end all be all is finding Prince Charming. And so when you have that as a, in, you know, growing up and in, instilled with inside of you as a mindset that this is your end all be all being a wife. And then when that doesn't happen, it becomes really crushing for you. And you realize like you know um I've put myself in this box for because this is what society told me that I'm good for and so in all actuality when that's not all you can be you you, if if you want to just be a wife you can but there's so much more that you can do as a woman in this world right and so because of that mindset that society has put on 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 us we uh just play so small and say to ourselves like if we um if we're outspoken we're not going to find a great spouse or a mate if we have more money we're not going to find a good spouse or a mate right and so because of that fear of not um finding a companion or that fear uh and insecurity of not um being able to perform to that standard, uh, we put ourselves in our in that box and decide that we're not going to let who we are meant to be on this earth out. And so um, that main big reason is fear and uh, feeling of insecurity of not being enough and feeling as if we if we do come out, it's not going to uh, it's not going to give us the outcome that we want. So um, I think that's one of the biggest reasons as to why women play small, because uh, we don't want to go against the grain of what society has dictated to us, um, what we should be. Yeah. And I I, I would add to that because this is one of my personal pet peeves. Um, So so you add to that that wife kind of paradigm that people Mm -hmm. as a woman add add mother to that oh yeah that's I mean, good I, I think that motherhood is one of the most difficult most potentially rewarding things that you could ever do I don't happen to be one but I, I admire mothers like you wouldn't believe but that being said I mean I've heard people say that oh you're not fulfilling your purpose as a woman and you're, you're not a, a real woman until you have children and I'm just like well that's that's not even how could you say that um you know i think that womanhood people tend to assign this very rigid set of standards to what womanhood is and what it means and the fact is womanhood means whatever you want it to mean you know Mm. i mean if you are a woman if you identify as a woman if you you know that can look like whatever (laughs) and and being strong in that is is really crucial to to a woman's happiness. So so yeah. let's do this. Um, you talk a lot about mindset shift, and so I, I want to talk a little bit. I want to get a little tactical with you later. But first things first. Let's talk about mindset shifts and and what that looks like. So so for your clients and for you personally, what does that mean? So um, what it means is that um within life we have 
like over 400,000 thoughts that go through our minds on a day-to-day basis. And 95% of those thoughts that go through our minds on a day-to-day basis actually tend to be negative thoughts. And the reason why they tend to be negative thoughts is because as a child, we are programmed, um, you know, we are programmed to, we're programmed and taught different things that actually you know attribute to our limiting beliefs so you know i think of it this way as a child we're you know coming on into this world we are a blank canvas and then um when we start to walk we start to you know we're being told you know oh you can't do that don't run don't do this don't 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 um you know, you're a girl, you can't, you can't play on this softball team with old guys, you know, we're told little things that tend to limit us along the way. And so when we're adults, this big canvas that was once blank has all these different colors of limiting beliefs inside of them where this canvas has, you know, filled up with limiting beliefs. And so what I do is I go and I work with my clients and I help them um, figure out where these limitations come from. And then um, the limitations that they do not want or the limitations that they feel that are holding them back from becoming their best self, I help them reframe it. I help them um, shift those limiting beliefs and create new paradigms that they never thought would exist, you know? Um, help them create that new um mindset of of just a mindset where they feel that they no longer have to fear or they no longer have to um, go into hiding of who their best self is, right? And so um, one of the best things that I truly love with working with my clients is, uh, you know, really, once again, going back to childhood and really figuring out where those um, beliefs come from. Because if in order for you to break from that cycle, you need to know where that cycle once begun. So um, that's exactly what I mean when it comes to shifting your mindset, because your mindset is your golden ticket to success. If you can change your mindset, you can change your life. Absolutely. And so so when you say, when you're talking with women about the sources of mm-hmm. the, these this mindset that they have, so you're talking about, what do your parents tell you? What does society tell you? What do, do your teachers and uh, what do they tell you? What do what does your experience tell you? So mm-hmm. so those are the, those are the kinds of things that you're talking about, right? When you're talking about getting to the root. Yes. So we get to the root. I am certified in NLP, which is Neuro Linguistical uh, Practitioning. And so we go back to the the root uh, cause um, of this, uh, you know, of that limiting belief. We go back to the to the basic of like, where did you first hear this, you know, this first limitation? And then we, um, you know, I, I utilize some different types of techniques in order to either eliminate it or to reframe it or to even just be able to say, well, it's, it's something that you have to be able to integrate into your life, right? How to exactly integrate it because this is something that you want to keep, but how to reframe it in order for it to be an integral part into your life. So uh, there are many different techniques in which I utilize within NLP specifically for that one client that I utilize. I think that every person, you know, we all, you know, have different limiting beliefs. Although um, we might have gone through similar situations, not one of our limiting beliefs are going to 
come about the same way. And so I work with my clients individually to ensure that I um, am able to really uh, get to that root cause of their situation. Gotcha. And so, so when you're working with clients, can you talk to us a little bit about what that process looks like? Like you have a, a brand new client. How do you kind of onboard them to this process that you use? Um, perfect. So I have a brand new client and uh, the first thing I do is I, um, of course, having a conversation just to get to know uh, who they are and um, what exactly they came to work with me on for and so for instance I've had a client who uh, has come to me um, because of the fact that uh, they just felt that their um, their life was unraveling and they weren't clear in regards to where they were going in their life and so I um, worked with them within uh, doing a goal setting session I would uh, I did that. And then after doing a goal setting session, I actually did a hypnotherapy um, session where I um, went through them actually feeling and embodying the person that they wanted to be. And so giving them that courage and that strength in order for them to become the person that they want to be. Um, and then we went to um creating the action steps that they had to do in order for them to be that person that they've embodied in order for them to have that type of success that they want. And then um, from there, we actually did a parts and integration type session where that means that like there was a part of her that wanted the success, but then there was a part of her who just wanted to, you know, hide in the shadows and not be, um, not show up, um, you know, as the CEO that she wanted and so to be. And so we did a parts and integrations to holistically help her um, understand what those fears were that she, um, you know, those fears of not wanting to become successful, but uh, the fears of her, you know, what would happen if she was successful. So integrating those parts in order for her to just be able to flourish as a, a you know, as a the, the CEO of her life. And so while working with that client, I worked with her for five sessions and um, now she's more empowered and she's able to just uh, flourish. She's actually a model in this moment and got was able to receive that clarity that this is what she wanted to do with her life. And so um, I think that, like I said, each client is different, but with this client, um, I knew that a big part of her was a really integrating who she wanted to be with who she, where she exactly was at in that moment. Well, that, that is just fantastic. And, and I, we're going to delve a little bit more deeply into, into that a little bit later, but first things first, tell us what is one thing that someone listening at home could do themselves to, to shift their mindset? Like what, what is, if, if you were giving advice to a potential client, what's one thing that they could do that would be actionable, that would create a significant difference or step forward? Uh, one of the things that you can do to easily shift your mindset is the clutter, like the things that are not, um, 
the things in your life that you no longer need. I think that um, there are a lot of things in our life that we want and that we keep. But if it's not a necessity, if it's not essential to your life, I would say it's time to declutter and just... um, you know, make space for something new. I think that within our lives, uh, we clutter so much in order for us to be able to hide who we actually are. And so decluttering would allow us to be able to just step up and be in our truth. Um, and like I said, make space for something new, you know, uh, it, you know, there are things in our life that are really right in front of us in that moment. And if we just um, are able to just take out the thing that is taking up the space in our life in that moment, uh, that's how everything is going to be able to just um, shift that, par- you know, shift that paradigm, you know, because if you are in a space where it's not conducive to the person that you want to become, it's not going to support you at all. So if, if you know that you are a person who you want to become successful, you want to become a CEO, and you're living in a, a space where it's um, cluttered, your desk is cluttered, or you're living in a space where it's not allowing you to become productive, then how are you going to suppose that you're going to become that CEO, right? So declutter anything that is not supporting you into making that shift of becoming uh, the, the most empowered self that you can be, you know, whether that is decluttering a, a, a spacing yourself emotionally. So for some of my clients, uh, they have a you know, a a lot of guilt or a lot of, um, you know, the emotion of guilt or they have the emotion of shame inside of them. And so a lot of them uh, to declutter, what we do is uh, help forgive, right? Like I help them with forgiveness techniques uh, and healing techniques in order for them to uh, be able to to forgive themselves. So they're decluttering themselves they're decluttering their inner self, right? So um, I would say that the first thing or the one of the main things um, that would support you with shifting would be decluttering your life and declut- um, decluttering the physical and then decluttering the emotional as well. Yeah. Well, so, so you, you, you blew past something that I think is really interesting. What's an example of a forgiveness technique? Um. I know, I'm asking you to give away all of your secrets, but <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, forgiveness technique. Um, let's see. I think. See, you got me on the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that I do with my clients. Um, it's called hakalau, and so that's an amazing. Um, forgiveness techniques and it would say like i've this is where you you really have um it's so um let's see i'm like trying to like because i have so many things that i can like think about and i'm trying to figure out which one um so it's um hopopono so that's one of the things the techniques that i do with my clients it's hopopono and within hopopono like the sentence will stay like i'm sorry right you're saying sorry to the person um and then so i'm sorry um you know i'm sorry so and so for um you know or i'm sorry i would if this is for me i would say 
I'm sorry, Emmy, for allowing you to feel shame or allowing you to feel guilt around the issues of, of you know, whatever the issue is. Please forgive me for um, allowing you to feel this, the energy of just uh, guilt or, the, or, or having you to feel um, the, uh, the energy of not being able to show up and stand out as the, the power that, uh, that you can be. I, I thank you for um, just allowing me to get to a space where uh, thank you for getting me this far where I know that I can be my best self. And I love you, Emmy, for just um, taking control of your life. So the, the, you know, the, the statement is, I'm sorry, blank, blank, blank. Please forgive me, blank, blank, blank. Thank you, blank, blank, blank. And I love you, blank. Oh, I love that. And I, I think it's really important for, in in particular women, I, everybody really though, I think everybody needs to be kinder mm -hmm. to themselves. Um, but I know that women tend to, like they experience imposter syndrome. They don't feel that they deserve to be at the table and they, they tell themselves that they get, tell themselves negative things. And so I think that reframing that conversation and turning it around can be really impactful, just kind of repeating and, and, and I mean, I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but often like these techniques are things that you have to do many, many times yeah. in order for them to be internalized, right? Exactly. Like I said, you have been, you know, you've had, as, as humans, we've been put into a place where limiting beliefs has been a, a constant thing or, or replaying in our mind, right? If you imagine like a, a, a negative mindset, like CD just on replay over and over and over and over again in our life, that's exactly what our, um, our limiting, our inner limitations are, are, is doing within us. And um, it's a constant replay of just limiting negative beliefs that we have. And um, as women, sometimes we just have to take the, that disc out and say to ourselves, like, we, you know, we are capable and we are able to sit at this table, um, you know, no matter what limitations uh, life has put on us, right? Like we can do this, like we got this. So. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think it's a, a really important, impactful message. So, so talk to us about, um, you know, you are a, you're a coach. And I think that a lot of people, they, they, you know, you can read books that kind of instruct you in, in ways to do this, you know, self-help is a, you know, very lucrative industry oh, yeah. to be in as far as books and things like that. So what's the benefit of having a, a coach? Um, where do I start? I think that the, the main benefit of having a coach is that um, they can see your life in a different lens. Um, they give you, it's a, it's an outsider looking in type of perspective. And um, sometimes in our lives, that's what we need. Uh, I've invested in coaches. I've invested, uh, I invested thousands and thousands of dollars in coaches. And that was because one, I wanted to I, I, I can't say that I'm a coach and I have yet to invest in something else, you know? And then two, I truly, uh, the coaches that I invested in, I truly saw how they helped other people, you know, um, that they were in it for, um, the, they were in it because they were 
being of service to people rather than just being in it for the money. And so because I've reckoned that and realized that and I invested solely in those coaches, those coaches have has helped me grow in a quantum speed versus it taking me, you know, tons of, of and th- you know hundreds of years to really get to the point where I am today where I am happy and fully aligned with with where I've been called to be on this earth as opposed to feeling um you know limited or or feeling um you know uh, unworthy uh, these negative emotions I've been able to you know um have coaches to support me in those areas in life that I needed the support in. So I think that the benefits of coaches, especially if you get the right coach, because not every coach that's out there is going to be the right coach for you. If you take the time and really learn, uh, you know, what their, what their process is. And if you get the time to really uh, get to know who these coaches are, but uh, after wearing the the coach's hat, you tend to uh, realize that um, the coach, the coach that you choose is right for your, your situation. So that's actually, that, that brings us to a really, really fantastic point. Um, so, so you've talked about how you kind of, how coaches might not fit. Um, mm-hmm. How, red flags that that you like people are going to be doing their research and you know trying to figure out um if someone can work for them but what are some what are some ways that you can tell that somebody it's just not going to be a right fit it's not going to be helpful um I would say if they've never gone through that similar situation um before so um if they've have no like I've seen some coaches who are coaching on relationships um and are coaching on like certain topics that they've never had to deal with on their own they just felt oh well this is a lucrative you know this is a lucrative niche so I'm just going to uh you know do my research on it and um teach on it like I think that the best coaches are coaches that have actually had gone through those situations that they're helping you um go through so the best coaches are those that have you know especially if you're like you're starting up and you're you're creating a startup the best coaches are the coaches that have failed in startup and actually created an amazing startup because of the fact that like they know the 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 dips the highs and the lows of that business um instead of just going to a coach for instance that read books in regards to how to create a startup and then that's what they're doing um teaching you how to create a startup because I could just read a book if I wanted to do if I wanted to learn but I want to learn from someone who has actually failed and is now succeeding in what they're doing yeah well, and I and I love that. And I think one of the things, so I've actually had several coaches for different aspects of my life throughout the course of my my career. Like as I as I get older, it's one of those things where I've come to the realization that, you know, when I was younger, I always wanted to be the smartest person in the room, and now I absolutely don't because yeah. you you surround yourself with people who are smarter than you so that they can instruct and help and guide. Um, and then, uh, you know, as you achieve different levels, you, you reach new levels of proficiency and knowledge, then you then have a responsibility to reach behind you and serve in that capacity for others. Like, I, I firmly believe that. But one of the things that I love about having a coach, for me at least, is having an accountability mm-hmm. partner. 
um, definitely, I think that talking to people who have experienced what you're going through is hugely important, but I also personally need someone to, to just be there and, and so that I can report out so that I know that, and I have a responsibility to, to, to work with that person and report out to them. Yeah, you know? I get it completely. So, um, so, so let me ask you this. I'm going to, we're, we're going to get back to, to why Emmy is so mm-hmm. amazing. And I say, uh, or I'm going to ask you, you know, we talked about your client who was a model. Um, tell us about a, a, another success story um, that you've had. I've another success story I can well, another success story is of a client who wasn't showing up on social media. Uh, she had a negative beliefs in regards to um, just, you know, even starting her business and really um, making her business thrive. So she would basically self-sabotage her business. Um, and it wasn't like she was knowingly sabotaging her business. Uh, so she was unknowingly sabotaging her business and wanted to ensure that she was showing up as her best self uh, because she believed so much in the business that she um you know, the business that she was created, like creating, she knew that this is what she wanted to do. And this is something that, um, she, um, she wanted to succeed in. And so while working with me, we were able to really find out exactly why was she self-sabotaging and, um, from learning the reasons why she was self-sabotaging the roots of self-sabotage, she was able to show up in her business, uh, and become aligned to the clients that uh, she's working with now and has been able to, uh, you know, leave her nine to five and create, uh, you know, a form of income, of passive income to uh, be able to just, you know, just to to live in the life that she wanted, uh, which is having a successful business. So I think that a big part of my clientele is they can go. They, they I, the reason why I love working in the in the space that I I'm working in is because um, of the fact that. I can work with individuals who want to thrive in business or work with individuals who just want to thrive in their life, you know, who just want to be the, their best self 24-7 and not have to feel as if they are wearing a mask in, you know, and wearing a mask in their own life. So um, my clients are those individuals who just uh, want to be them, who, who want to be authentic, authentic to themselves. So I love working with those individuals that's amazing so so does your approach change as yeah you know if somebody you better themselves in their personal life versus their professional yeah, life? my um my approach uh my approach changes with each client I work with because once again I I truly feel like every person that walks and works with me is um it's a blank it's a it's a different canvas you know and so not everyone is going to um have the same process because not everyone is going to need the same thing you know so um really getting to know my clients and my clients when they work with me it's like they have an accountability partner and like they have a friend for life that's why i i call myself like like your your business bestie because i I, when I have these clients, it's like they join a family and, um, 
you know, I'm in their pocket where they, they, they remember things that I've spoken to them about and they can go back to that tool um, in order for them to ensure that they're being authentic to themselves. Yeah. Well, that, that is awesome. So, so one, fi- I'm going to ask you for a few final mm-hmm. thoughts. Uh, so, so I imagine that we have some listeners at home who are, you know, they're, they're, they may be experiencing imposter syndrome. They may, they may just not be in alignment with who they want to be. What would you say to them? Um, I would say that it, everything in life is a process. And um, at the end of the, you know, we must remember that we're never going to arrive. You know, we're never going to be uh, at a place where we know everything in regards to, um, in regards to anything, you know, within our lives, we have to understand that it's a process and that we have to continuously uh, find a place of happiness within that process. Um, Because once you are able to go from a place of negative um, energy into a place of where you're going at it in a positive route, uh, that's when things changes. I'm not going to sit here and say that you're not going to have um, bad moments. Like, of course, bad moments are going to arise, but how you go about uh, finding the solution to that bad moment is when um, you truly make ex- an extend for shift. And so um, n- understanding that your life is a process and it's a beautiful process, a beautiful process that you get to make mistakes um, and that you get to fall from, but then you get to pick yourself up from those mistakes as well. That's amazing. And what is that called? Is that failing forward? Like Yeah, you... failing forward. Yeah, I love that. All right. So so on to the the actualization piece. So in addition to reaching out to you, and just know that um, in our episode notes, we, we should have a link to um, to Emmy's to, to she commands. So if you're looking for assistance in what we're talking about and shifting your mindset, uh, I think Emmy would be a great resource. Um, but I mean, do you have any, any books or resources or, you know, videos or things that our, our listeners can, can look to if they want to start this journey? Yes. So I do have a book. It's on Amazon. It's entitled say yes to you. And, uh, this book is all about learning how to say yes to the woman in the mirror of the woman that's looking at you every day. How is it that you get to say yes to her and really, um, you know, understand who that person is. Um, and then you can also find um, any of my coaching products on my She Commands website, uh, which I'm truly proud of because I designed and created the website all on my own. So um, you can find it there, shecommands.com. And then if you're not following me as of yet, please follow me on Instagram at she commands where I post daily um, mindset um, and just, a content in regards to mindset and business uh, to just support you in this journey of life. Okay. Well, that's amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. So, so now we move on to, to the fun question and I'll be honest, I'm just kind of spitballing this one. Here. <laughs> but, uh, if you had a, all right, so we're going to pretend that you are in the ma- in Major League Baseball and you're about to go for that and you have a walk-up song, like a song that just empowers you that you want to play when you go up mm-hmm. to go at what would it, what would that song be? Um 
that's a tough question, but I, but um, just because I was just listening to it, I'm going to say uh, Mona Lisa by Jasmine Sullivan. It's one of those songs that gets me in tune with who I am, uh, allows me to understand that, like, yes, you know, things might happen, but I get to stand tall, right? I get to choose the emotions that um, come within my life. And so that would be my batter up song <laughs> just because I, you know, just because I was just listening to it and it, it pumped me up before getting on this call. <laughs> okay. I, I like that. I, I love that. Actually. That's awesome. I didn't know that you had to listen to your pump up song to come on. Come I on do. Every, every before getting on any podcast or doing a speaking engagement, I have to listen to a pump up song that is just going to get me into a place where I can internalize and be who the person that I, and, and to show up as the person that I want to be every day in my life. So that is awesome. I, I, I love it so much. And I just see you know, I do that too. Um, my, <laughs> my, my pump up songs tend to be like a little angrier and louder and like I'll just like yell and <laughs> along with it but no I think that that is amazing um and I, I I don't I actually don't know if I'm familiar with that song so I'm gonna have to listen to it uh but I have to say I mean thank you so much for for being with us here today it has been a pleasure um you know I think what you, the work that you do um particularly as it pertains to to women is just it's so important. And I love that there are people out there like you doing it. So thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Lauren, for this amazing opportunity to be here with you and everyone at Startup Hustle. Uh, truly do appreciate each and every one of you guys for just having me at this wonderful podcast. And I uh, can't wait to listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm so excited. So uh, yeah, well, speaking of the Startup Hustle team, uh, once again, today's episode of Startup Hustle was sponsored by FullScale.io. We love them. Uh, you can also, just so you know, listeners, you can find us on Instagram at Startup Hustle Podcast or check out our YouTube channel. Thanks so much, and we'll see you again soon. Startup Hustle is brought to you by FullScale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.